Welcome to an inspirational message by Pastor Harold Weiss, Senior Pastor at Little Falls Christian Center. Thank you to the band. You may be seated, but be on standby if I need you at this time. And uh, we're at the beginning of the year. And uh, this morning I spoke to you about certain things. And um, the two Psalms of the Bible that are particularly important to us. Psalm numbered 24, 2024. Who shall ascend to the mountain of the Lord? Who shall ascend to his holy hill? Read Psalm 24 and read also Psalm 84 in the Jewish 5784s, the year 84, Psalm 84. And you'll find the word trust in the Lord. In the period of December, in one of the visitations of the Lord to me, in that period of time, remarkable December I've gone through, remarkable in every way whatsoever. I tell you, when I went through that, I realized one day while praying, I heard a voice speak to me. Just this, tell my people to trust in me in this year that lies ahead. Tell my people to trust in the Lord, like the Scripture says, with all their hearts. I will not disappoint them. I will defend them. I will prosper them and I'll have favor upon them and I'll open up the door, says the Lord, that the enemies cannot shut to my people. Many doors will open to you. Many opportunities will come forth, but you will prosper, says the Lord. For I'm with you to take care of you all the days of your life and give you a future and hope. Give the Lord another praise offering right now. Now, you know, I said that every day that we are here, I will have like a decree. And I thought I'd say this to you. Say this after me. Raise your hands and decree over your future. My time is the gift of God to my life. And I'm thankful that I may trust in Him no matter what. The Lord has a big purpose with my life and I will cooperate with Him to go after it all the days of my life that I may fulfill His purpose with me. The thoughts the Lord has for me are good and never mean any harm. I trust in Him with all of my life. Yes, my entire life and all that I have belongs to Him. I will take care of this season of this life that He has given me as well as I can or am able to. I will manage my time. I shall be disciplined to the glory of God and let Jesus Christ through His Word transform my life. I decree, I declare that I have an expectation of the kingdom of God that will rule in every dimension of my life and I shall accomplish His destiny for me. Give the Lord a praise offering. Stand up, praise God, praise God. Stand up, praise here. 
vacancias today. Holiday is over. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Come on, let me hear you praise God. Hallelujah. Okay. With that being said, we leave that for a moment. And uh, we look, because in a moment's time, not very long from here, I'll be ministering to people. As I've said, we begin. There are nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. I said this morning, you know, if you take the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, discerning of spirits, tongues, interpretation of tongues, of prophecy, faith, the working of miracles, and the gifts of healings, visions, dreams, revelations, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of revelation, the spirit of knowledge, in the knowledge of Christ, the eyes of understanding being enlightened in all spiritual wisdom. Colossians 1, and understanding. Ephesians 1, Colossians 1. The Lord has a plan for our lives. He'll, he'll pour out the Holy Spirit in our hearts. The love of God has already been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. If you love men, treat them as you would have them treat you. You will be blessed in this life. Jesus said, this is my, com my commandment, not an alternative, a commandment that you love one another even as I have loved you. Now, I want to spend a little bit of time just dip into the water here because this is something that's really big. It really comes out. In the time of the Daniel fast, when people, we are not veganists. We are, for a 21-day period, we're just going to have vegetables. Now, there's a difference between a vegetarian, you could go research that, and a veganist. Veganist is sort of committed to that thing of don't hurt the animals, you know. Hallelujah. But a vegetarian, in this case, will be 21 days. We're not vegetarians, but that's what we eat vegetables. And we eat fruit, that's okay. And water, that's okay. And I'm not legalistic. Let each man and each woman decide for themselves how their commitment is to God. So you don't have to worry if you see, if I see you in a restaurant and you've got a, a plate of vegetables in front of you <laughs> instead of a steak. But, you know, don't look around at the other guys who got the steaks because your time is not then because it's not, it's not, about the diet. The diet, when you chew the vegetables, you're reminded of consecration to God. Now, Daniel the prophet had that. And um, in this time, when you face the situations around you, it's time to pray, because there will be a stark difference between word of God, word news, and world news. The world news is just a nuisance. Because to me, if I look at these things and I see these people, I know that all their works are going to be blown away because God is upon to do away with all ungodliness. Did you hear what I've just said? He's about to do away with all ungodliness on the entire planet. The King is coming, so let's get ready. Give the Lord a praise offering. 
So, you know, normally we have, in this year, we'll pray for the nation. Saturday morning's prime time with prayer. Do every effort you can to join with a great group. There's already a lot of people here. Sometimes looks like a church service. In fact, the last two ones look like church services. But, but do your very best to be here and pray and clock in for prayer with us for that hour. Now, fasting and prayer, which I would call fasting prayer or fasting faith is more powerful than just, you know, praying. Now, for since 1986, I've been watching people pray. And uh, they'll pray in tongues, they pray in the Spirit, they pray with the understanding, pray with the Spirit, even here prayer on Saturday mornings. And there is an intensity of prayer. If you reach, we will lift that level on Saturday mornings now very much as we begin to take on the principalities and the powers and the rulers of the doctors of this age and the spiritual hosts of wickedness and evidence. We will pray and we will do spiritual warfare with these uh, forces of doctors that desire to take the nation. They're not going to. Because in this land, there are many people that belong to God whose names are written in the book of life, washed in the blood of Jesus. They saved and they are going to heaven. Their earthly destiny will be fulfilled with their eternal destiny. They move all the way through into the eternity with Christ the Lord. Can you say amen? Now, I want to talk about fasting faith power for a moment and how to develop that. And I'm not going to be long on this because I want to minister in the Spirit to a lot of people. There's a lot of deeds here. In Matthew 17, verse 19 to 21, Here's the situation, Jesus coming down from the mountainside. And um, now there's a whole argument with, uh, there was a, a, a young man with a spirit of lunacy, epileptic seizure, if you will, in modern day terminology. Then the disciples, Mark, Matthew 17 and 19. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, now, why could we not cast it out? How come? There's a problem in our prayer life. How come we have no power or not sufficient power or what is going on? Why? We're the disciples. We're all disciples of Jesus. A disciple is a matateo. It means somebody who's a pupil or a student of the Word of God, a follower of Jesus Christ, studying all the time. And so why could we as disciples not cast it out? Now Jesus said to them, because of your Unbelief, just those words, unbelief, those words. For assuredly, I say to you that if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. However, this kind does not come out except by prayer and fasting. Prayer and fasting. So fasting Power, fasting, faith, power. Prayer and fasting and faith. Those are like, like a twin, uh, not a twin, a triplet. Not an identical triplet, but that's like a triplet. Three children and the one is fasting. The other one is praying. The other one is, is prayer. The other one is faith. When those three combine, you will move the mountains that cannot be moved by an ordinary prayer. Because there's something about fasting, something about the person 
that is disciplined with endurance, self-controlled, committed, focused, when that person is praying and fasting, that's completely different. It takes you to the next level of your spiritual life. Hence the importance of this particular period of time in your life. Now, I wanna talk about something here without getting too deep into this miracle. Jesus makes a, a profound, paramount statement. He says, why could you could not, could not cast that? It's because of your unbelief. And uh, the word unbelief. So I wanna talk about toxicity, vergiftiging. If you take something that is toxic, it becomes poisonous. And there are things in this life that we need to get rid of in this particular period when we go into the Daniel fast. There are things that we really have to deal with in our lives, in our mentality. Now I've worked through this, I told you this morning, very purpose-driven during the December period and I got to that level. So now in this time, I know that there are people, now let me just talk about the word toxic. There are people in this period of time that lies ahead of us, they're consuming toxic substances. They're eating stuff that poisons their systems. Now it's like this, and there are doctors here. They are like this, if you take a tablet, I mean the doctors here in front can hear me, two of them sitting right in the front. There is, if you take a tablet, it's got side effects. So if you take enough of that, more side effects. It could even affect your kidneys. So you take more, more tablets, and eventually you've got these symptoms now also on a regular basis. So you take another tablet to deal with that. Once you do that, that tablet's also got side effects. There's a domino effect. It runs through your system, and ultimately, you poison your entire system and your body. Now, I haven't brought the book with, but I'll be talking about Dr. Tanner, a man that fasted first. He fasted 42 or 44 days. I think it was 42 days. And then he fasted again, and the universities were monitoring him, the medical people were monitoring, monitoring him exactly what happens to him during that period on water only. Then uh, he did another fast sometime later then, again, 40 days. And uh, I have read a book of his where he gives a medical report on each day, and he talks about what happens on that day to his physical system and so on and so forth. And he, he speaks about it. He actually did a third fast. And the third fast, 40 days, and his gray hair became the normal color that he was born with again. It returned to its natural color back from the gray after the 30 days. So don't worry now, you haven't got 120 days of water fast ahead of you. So... You don't have to worry about that. But this happened to this medical doctor and his reports and his documents I have with me at this time. So with that, there are these things that happen. Now I have to say to you, there is a verse in Luke 21, 34. Let me just get to this. It says, take heed of yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged overcharged, you overheat yourself, overcharged your heart with surfeiting, drunkenness, and the cares of this life, the cares of this life. Toxicity comes in many forms, and we'll deal with that. 
to get rid of toxic habits, top toxic things. People eat themselves into wheelchairs. They have toxic habits. It affects them and their bones, it affects their joints, it affects their whole body, and so therefore we have to get rid of it. And the Daniel fast puts you in that place where you can deal with it. We'll get deeper into that next week. Now, therefore John 6 and 27 says, labor not for the meat that perisheth. At the time of the fast, the time of the consecration period, we end it under the theme of the Holy Spirit Fire Conference, do not lose the flame. It's the time of the restoration, the restoration, the restoration of the flame of God in your heart. You will need His light. You will need His fire. You will need His authority. You will need His anointing. You will need His blessing. You will need answered prayers. Can you say amen to all of these things? Give Jesus a praise offering right now. We have got a time concerning the word toxic, giftig, poisonous. A time to deal with toxic bad habits or even sinful habits, bad habits. We called it, in the days I studied the university, we spoke about obsessive compulsive reaction where people become obsessive and compulsive. They just go through the motion. Just that lust takes right over and they get into toxic even sinful habits. Then there's toxic worldliness, worldly things desired or lusted after. You know, I was looking in um, the, um, something that attracted my attention, in the Encyclopedia of Fasting. And in the Encyclopedia of Fasting, it's an old book I got back way back there, 1986, I bought it. And it was from a previous generation, it was already old. These people were writing books when I was still like, in a cot or something like that, very small baby. And they spoke about the fact that uh, in those days that uh, there is in this library, the uh, encyclopedia of, of fasting, that God brings down those things in our lives that ought not to be there, that are simply blockages between us and God. I wanna pray, I wanna get answers. How many of you wanna pray with answers? So toxicity is something that is a serious matter to be dealt with at this time. Now, one thing that struck me at the time was this. In the Encyclopedia of Fasting there, the book, I saw that there's the statue in Daniel chapter number two. Nebuchadnezzar has a dream. Now, Daniel chapter number one, Daniel is doing his water fast, water, water and vegetables. And then in Daniel chapter number two, Nebuchadnezzar the king has a dream. He sees the image of the beast. Now, then he begins to threaten and he's going to kill everybody if they can't tell him what that means. Daniel says there's a God in heaven that gives the interpretation of dreams also. Can you say amen? And he, as a righteous man that's come through that fast, the Daniel fast, he's come through it, now he says this and that and the other. There's this image, there's the head of gold of this image of the beast. Notice the head is gold. Then, number two, there he is, the, the upper body and the arms are of silver. Silver on the periodic table is quite a different thing from gold, obviously, and much lighter in terms of its, uh, 
it's, it's atomic weight. So then, after that, he has the lower torso of bronze, which is really an amalgam. And um, then also, we have steel, or actually it says iron in the Bible, iron, which again is one of the elements of the periodic table. So, but the iron doesn't hold that thing up. The feet are of iron and clay. But it says, in, if you look at the properly in the Aramaic there, it talks about like a ceramic type of, you know, ceramics that those feet are. It cannot hold the statue. Now, what struck me in that particular book of Encyclopedia Fasting, what struck me then was I see that image fall. And the first thing that hit the floor was the head of gold. Gold, that image was top heavy with gold. Gold is come down, will come down. And we see that also in Daniel, as he speaks in his book in Daniel chapter number two, but we see it also then again in Revelation chapter number 20, where actually it's Revelation 18, goes on to 20 there, but this contextually I would say this go rather to 18, where I heard a loud voice from heaven, fallen, fallen is the great city of Babylon, the whole Babylonian system. From that, if you go into the history of financial system, that's where it began. They had these clay tablets, they had a thing called usury or interest rates that they introduced in the days of Nimrod of Babylon. And you see that image come down and now God says, fallen, fallen is the great Babylon the whole city of Babylon, because it's a habitation of all kinds of evil spirits and foul and unclean birds. Everything that's unclean is associated and linked to the world system of which the God of the world system has blinded the eyes of the people. So top heavy with gold, that thing comes down. And that gold hits the floor and then it gets crushed to powder by the rock of ages. You read about that, Daniel chapter number two. So notice this, there is also toxic worldliness. And I can go on with this, but let me just be by introduction tonight. And you know what? In the midst of it all, we've got to get rid of things, habits, wrong ways of thinking. There is a thing called attitudes. Attitudes is a way of thinking that impacts behavior. If your mind's not renewed by the Word of God, then you think the wrong way. That's why it's vital and critical and essential that you feed yourself with the Word of God. Stay in the Word this year. Read the Bible in a year. Stay in the Word. And if you read it, let the Word of God fill your mind. Let it be, you know, like, like James chapter 1 says, receive with meekness the engrafted Word of God that is able to save your souls. In Romans chapter 12, it tells you that uh, we are, you know, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God that you do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We have to renew our minds. I see that when people are older, the more they age, the more difficult it is to take them and make them think the way of the kingdom of God. And so when you try to lead souls at a high age to the Lord, they've already made up their mind. And their lives are just like that. They just go on from there. They've made up their mind what they're going to do and what they're not going to do. So when it comes to the Word of God and you're young and you are strong, now don't you tell me that you're old tonight. I don't see too many people that are old tonight. I happen to be 76. In next month in February, I'll be 77. Okay? 
And there's nothing up here that's wrong. But I've been renewing my mind. I've been in this book for years and years. I never stop. My children know that. I just never stop. Because I know that it is the substance of the Word. It is faith that comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. If you know the Word of God, you go over. If you don't know the Word of God, you go under. And I'll tell you what. If you know the Word of God, the Bible says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And when you have the Word of faith and you're fasting and you're into prayer and you're doing what you ought to be doing, you are focused on God, not other things, God. When you're focused on God, let the Word of God dwell in you richly in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, empowering you through difficult times. Let me tell you something. There's an old song, like an old song. It says, the God of the mountain is still the God in the valley also. The God of the mountain. Oh, the God of the mountain is the God in the valley. When things go wrong, He makes it right. And the God of the bad times is the God of the good times. When things go wrong, He makes it right. And the God of the night time is the God from the daytime. In the time of the night time, He shines His fire and light. God will show up in the storm. I don't care what storm. I don't care where it is. Take the hand of Jesus and believe and you will see miracles this year. Do you believe that? I speak the word to you. You will see miracles. The God of the daytime is also the God in the nighttime. When things are dark around you, there shall be light and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot comprehend. In other words, the darkness can't stop it. Can't take hold of it. Can't get a grip of light. Light is the superior thing that God put there when He said, let there be light. And light was. Your this year. Let's touch one more thing and then I'm going to go away from this because I'd rather deal with a lot of these things on the Sunday morning services and I get to everybody. Spiritual victories or breakthroughs have major impact in our lives. Never give up your faith. Never give up when you pray for something. Keep praying. Keep praying. If you strike a breakthrough, those breakthroughs, if they come from God, have a major impact on your future. Fasting blockages are removed through that fasting and prayer. Blockages and attitudes 
are akin or similar to bodily bondages and addictions. Just how heavily loaded, burdened, and shackled can some people be? One of the things that have fascinates me, it fascinates me, is that I've been around people and I hear them say, well, you've had what? I got this problem. I'm going to go and see this one. I'll go and see that one. Anything from an insurance person down to whatever consultation, whatever it is, you know, I, 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 I just, just uh, this medicine. Doctor, do you hear what I'm saying? This medicine. She's a good doctor. She happens to be my own doctor. Only problem is she never sees me. <laughs> but she's my doctor and she's a very good one. But doctor, doctor, there's an old song that says, oh doctor, I'm in trouble. And the doctor says, oh goodness gracious me. I think some doctors feel exactly like that. Isn't that Dr. Dennis? I just feel, oh goodness gracious me again. Luister, as jy bid, if you pray, you pray half or more. Actually, you can clean up the whole yard. You can clean out the whole mess. If you pray, you will move the mountains. If you fast, you move the mountains. You will overcome. The God of the mountains is also the God in the valley. He's not just on the mountain. Maybe now you're on the top of the mountain. Tomorrow you're not in the top of the mountain. You've gone to the valley. You're in a bad time, but God is right there with you in the bad times also. But you must not give up. And you must pray till the breakthrough because that breakthrough will change your life. It's got a major impact. Got a major impact on everything that we do. I am fascinated by the fact that people have taken it for granted that God does not heal anymore. God does not answer prayers anymore. You take a little paper, say his little paper, and I type out a little prayer. And I say, like I saw in London, hallelujah. Shachayvi na boyefa hatevela shusave. Naki takesh no se. And they would pray like this. They'd say, they'd say, Oh Lord, this day we pray for the little children that you will bless the little children. Amen. And everybody says, Amen. You know, in the early days when we used to cast out demons from people, ne, Jehu, George, Yahai devils eight, devils spot in all richtings, Yahal eight. Do you know that in that period of time, in that period of time, they called, and even now still, they call this place the house of power. And there's bang here. And you know what? They had files on every church. And then they have a folder. We know about that because at that time with the Satanist movement in South Africa, I know that there's a book, Satanist in South Africa, The Seduction of South Africa's Youth. And in that book, it talks about it and says they have a file and they write on the file, RIP, rest in peace. If they can find a person smoking, 
drinking, addicted. Smoking, drinking, addicted. Then they say, we got them. And they would go in Hillbrow from house to house and they would knock on the door. And if they see cigarette butts, if they see liquor standing around, turn around and walk out. They say, rest in peace, we got you. They move to the next house and the next house. Those were the days in which this ministry was born in the midst of prayer and much, much repeated fastings. Not one, many fastings, often, often, often. And the fire of God would come down and they never wanted to come then. They would send spies to Little Falls. Well, in those days, we were out there in Lindhaven. And they would send spies to come and figure out what on earth are those people do because the demons are crying out for help. And they're saying that there's big trouble. They're literally screaming for help. They were afterwards, after the demons had been cast out, they told us a story. They were crying out for help. And they came there. And they tried anything in their miserable power of darkness. And they failed. They came there and they found out that Jesus Christ is Lord. They found out. I'll never forget that time when a young man came to me. He came in from Germany. He's supposed to sort me out. And he wanted to take me by the arm. And at that moment that he touched me, he said after him, afterwards, he says, like touching an electric vault, like a lightning bolt, taking hold of a lightning bolt with the power of God was on me then. And at that moment in time, he got flung away from me, hit the floor. It was like this, the carpet and a concrete floor. And I tell you, he hit that floor. I thought this guy has now got brain damage because he went down head first like that statue of Nebuchadnezzar. And he hit the floor. And on the floor, an angel appeared to him and said to the devil that was standing there as a witness, says, you can't have this one. I'm going to save his soul. He gave his life to Jesus Christ and he wrote me a whole report of what happened to him, how he got saved that day on the floor. Not once, not twice, several cases. The body of Christ has not stopped with miracles. I don't care what traditional customs and religion says, but God is the God of miracles and He has a miracle for you this year of 2024. Can you say amen? I wanted to bring this to a close, not talk much more about this. But I tell you what, there was a song I was reading through, I'm thinking of all these people in all their bondage and hooters. And I thought to myself, you know what? There's a thing, there's a song. There is a song. And I sent the song to Marie that goes shackled by heavy burdens beneath the load of sin and shame. Then one day I met the master and then it says, he touched me and he made me whole. I gave that to Marie. I don't quite know the tune. They are musicians. So at the end of it all, God is the one that sets the captives free. God is the one that is the God of the mountains. He's also the God in the valley. He's the God, our God in the good times, but he's also our God in the bad times. He's right there to take your hand. The God of the daytime is also the God that's with us when it's nighttime and it's dark. You don't fear because the Lord your God is near.
you draw close to Him all the days of your life. For more teachings like this and other material, please visit our website at www.littlefallsonline.com.